This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. Welcome to the show. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. My name is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. Really excited this week. We have a great topic. Of course, I'm joined by my buddy, Jared Sharkey. How you doing, Jared? I'm doing well. How are you, Tony? Good, good. I don't, I don't know where folks are tuning in from, but we're, we're recording this in Wisconsin, and we've got a little bit of a break in the weather here, finally. Yeah, ice-free. Can't believe it. It's yeah, that, that, that's around. Wisconsin for you, isn't it? One week, we have ice storms, and people <laughs> are canceling appointments. Next week, it's 50. So. I'll take it. It's just nice. You really start to appreciate being able to just walk from the car to the office. and oh, I love it. Not be standing over your toes hoping you don't take a spill all of our three listeners in the south are uh, saying what are these two guys talking What's about ice? yeah it's been beautiful <laughs> here we had a great win this week as you know jeremy and my son were big basketball fans and you know the uh bucks had a great win against the miami heat last second kind of buzzer beater yeah, type deal awesome. pretty exciting game so that was fun to be at yeah true holiday coming in in the clutch oh nothing nothing beats that but great topic this week but before we jump in Jared, I just wanted to remind everybody that we do not provide tax advice. Everyone's situation is going to be unique. And as with all of our clients and all the listeners, we encourage you to seek the guidance of a qualified tax professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. But for a lot of people tuning in, I think this might not be a surprise to you, but it does come as a major shock to many people after they retire that in fact your social security benefits might be subject to taxation. Now, some people get confused here. They say, well, what do you mean? Wasn't it kind of a tax? It was taken out of my paycheck, but yes, but it is income in retirement. We're gonna walk you through how that works. And I do wanna clarify, not everyone pays taxes on their benefits, but according to the social security administration, about 56% of us will. And after, boy, it's got to be a decade plus of doing this uh, this podcast and radio show, I have a fairly good idea of the kind of people who tune in. Because of this, my guess is that the percentage of you who pay taxes on your benefits is probably much higher than 56%. So it may be important for many of you to know that up to 85% of your benefits could be subject to taxation. And everyone listening is either collecting Social Security benefits or one day you will be. So it's really vital that you listen to to what we're going to walk you through here today. But the real reason I want you to pay attention is that I'm going to tell you a few secrets that could reduce or possibly eliminate the taxes you'll pay on your benefits. And, you know, Jared, I probably, (laughs) kind of a silly question, I probably already know the answer to this, but it's still worth asking. Would you rather play more golf, eat out more, or do anything else that's more fun than paying taxes? I think all, yeah, all of us do, no. right? After thinking about it for a minute, I think yeah, so. It took a minute yeah. to think yeah. about that one, huh? Yeah. And if you're not quite sure if your current retirement plan is tax efficient, that's one of the areas, Jared, I think we see as a big missing component, right? We think everyone needs a retirement-ready roadmap. There's five distinct areas you want to mm-hmm. address. And one of those areas is tax strategies. So many people have not addressed that. And so if you have some questions or maybe want to take a look at your retirement plan, you can connect with us at retirementreadyshow.com. And when we talk about Social Security taxation, it's sometimes referred to as like a stealth tax because so many people are unaware of it. 
It's often referred to as a Social Security tax torpedo. And when it's not factored into retirement planning, it really can cause some big problems because any taxes that aren't planned for can lead to larger unexpected expenses in retirement. And that can really be a drain on retirement savings. I think so many of you are asking yourself, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? It's just simple math. If we think about your income, if a smaller portion of that has to go to the IRS or maybe none of it, then you don't have to take out as much. You're taking out a smaller percentage. Your money lasts longer. So it's a pretty simple formula, but really makes sense. We want to help folks make sure they have enough money for retirement. And, and I think, Jared, to jump in here, I think the first point is it's it can be pretty confusing. Yeah, really trying to determine just how much of your Social Security benefits are going to be taxable. Uh, it can really be tough to determine. The formula the IRS uses to calculate who will be required to pay this tax and the amount of Social Security benefits that are taxable could be really confusing. You have you can have two people with almost identical circumstances, and one will have taxes on benefits while the other does not. And this can be true even if they each collect the same dollar amount of benefits and even if they have the same total income. Here's an example for you. Consider that we have two twin brothers, identical in just about every way. They're the same age, same marital status. Each paid exactly the same amount of payroll taxes during their working years. Each starts collecting benefits at the same age. Each collects the exact same amount of benefits and each has the same amount of total income in retirement. But despite the similarities, one brother could end up receiving 100% of his benefits tax-free, while the other finds that 85% of his benefits must be included as taxable income. Wait, don't, don't blaze over that, Jerry. <laughs> those two are, those are two magic words, right? Let's say that together. Tax-free. Tax I love it. Asleep over I here. love <laughs> it. You can't, you can't skip over those two right. words that quick, buddy. Tax-free. Yeah, so once uh, one's paying a one's getting tax free, the other one's up to eighty five percent of those benefits as taxable income. Uh, so if it if it doesn't make a lot of sense, you just got to remember a lot of things that the government does can be really confusing. The what's important to understand though is the rules because having this knowledge could lead to opportunities to reduce or even avoid paying these taxes on all of your benefits. And I think that's the real magic if we can start to reduce that, or in, in many cases we've been able to eliminate social or excuse me taxation on social. Security, again, that makes a big difference. If a larger amount sure is does. is available for expenditures, you know, it doesn't have to go to the IRS. Don't need to take as much out of your investments, and that starts to answer that big question that that's kind of plaguing us all. And and there's also Jared, I've seen over the years these vicious cycles. You know, let's say that Mary files her taxes individually, and she has fifty thousand in income, and maybe receives a hundred and fifty, excuse me, one thousand five hundred a month from Social Security. She would pay taxes on 85% of her 18000 in annual benefits. That taxable amount would be 15300 Now, nobody pays taxes on more than 85% of their benefits, no matter what their income. But the reason that Mary finds herself at the highest taxable portion is because the amount of her Social Security benefits, along with her other income, puts her above the top threshold for calculating the maximum taxable Social Security. And the real problem with this additional tax, especially if it was unexpected, is that after she pays the tax, she could easily have less income remaining to do any of the fun things that she dreamed about doing after she stopped working, or even worse, she may not have enough income remaining to pay all of her essential living expenses. Yep. 
So, you know, she may have to, to make up any for, for any shortfall created that's unexpected by the tax, let's assume that Mary decides to withdraw more from her traditional IRA, 401k, or other tax-deferred retirement plans. There's a million of them. But let's think for a minute about the tax implications of withdrawing just one additional dollar from her IRA. Just one dollar. So to start, we need to remember that any withdrawals from these plans are 100% taxable before we even begin thinking about the impact on Social Security. So $1 coming out of a traditional IRA creates $1 of additional taxable income. Now, most of you are probably already aware of that. You have, to, you have never paid taxes on the money in these types of plans, so the taxes are due when you take out the withdrawals. But what you may not be expecting is the potential impact of these withdrawals on the taxation of your Social Security benefits. Again, Mary was already at the top threshold for taxable Social Security even before she withdrew the extra dollar from her IRA. So that additional dollar withdrawn could also cause one of her Social Security dollars to be 85% taxable. Now, if in the same year Mary withdrew this extra IRA dollar, she received one extra dollar in Social Security benefits, Due to a cost of living increase, she actually has a dollar and eighty-five cents of additional taxable income. So, you know, I know we're throwing a lot of numbers out there, but mm-hmm. I can't reiterate how important it is to have a tax plan. And, and a lot of times, it boils down to not just the tax plan, Jerry, but also having an income plan, right? So many folks come and say, "Well, you know, I saved this money, but like, I know I have a little bit of a shortfall each month, but that's why I saved it. No big deal." But should I take it out of this account or that account? And structuring that properly can have a big impact on the taxable portion of your Social Security and can have a massive impact on the longevity of the dollars. And the other point, Jared, I think, is that Social Security tax thresholds, they're not indexed to inflation. Yeah, and that's a great point, Tony. And because the formula that the IRS uses to calculate the taxable portion of a person's benefits is somewhat complicated, it's really going to be difficult to explain over our podcast here. But the main idea is that once combined income reaches a certain threshold, up to 85% of those benefits are indeed taxed. The problem is that those thresholds are fixed and they do not change. They're actually relatively low. However, your Social Security benefits can be expected to go up over time due to cost of living adjustments. Much like we saw last year, for example, people received a nearly 6% increase in their Social Security benefit checks. So as benefit amounts increase, more and more retirees will find that combined income now exceeds those tax thresholds. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, and they can really find themselves in a higher tax brackets. I think, you know, just having done this for so long, maybe a lot of us can relate to this. At some point in life, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, somebody said to you, put as much money you can into that 401k or tax deferred account because, you know, you're going to defer the taxes. Mm -hmm. What you would have paid in taxes earns money, which is a great argument. And then they say, well, when you hit retirement, you'll be in such a tiny tax bracket, you'll barely pay anything. 
Well, we meet so many people, particularly in their 70s, that are saying, Tony, I'm in a higher tax bracket now than when I was working. And you say, well, how is that possible? Well, Jared, you just walked us through up to 85% of Social Security can be taxable. So that's taxable income. Maybe they have a pension. Right at 72, Uncle Sam comes knocking and says, hey, you have to start taking required minimum distributions. That's the amount you're forced to take out of your retirement accounts, even if you don't need it, all taxable income. And although we've talked in the show a lot about some of the benefits of this more recent tax cut that we got under the previous administration, we most of us lost the ability to itemize, sure. right? That standard yep. deduction went up. So you're putting $10, $20 a, a week in a basket at church. You can't even write that off anymore. So a lot of people do, in fact, find themselves in a higher tax bracket. And that's where having some tax strategies can really pay off. We're focusing on this show on Social Security taxes, but those tax benefits really make a difference. And, and the, I think, Jared, the source of income is really the key to understanding ways to reduce taxation. Earlier in the show, I gave an example of two hypothetical brothers with the same income, same Social Security benefits, who were identical in just about every way, except one had 85% of his benefits subject to tax, while the other entirely escaped taxation on Social Security. And the reason why this difference in taxation can occur is because of other different sources of income that are counted differently, or here's the great part not counted at all when the IRS does the tax calculations. Visualize your various sources of retirement income as going into a bucket. As income pours in, the level rises. The total level it reaches determines where you are in relationship to the thresholds for Social Security taxation. And with some sources of income, 100% is counted towards that threshold, meaning the income from these sources fill up the bucket faster These sources would include withdrawals from traditional retirement plans like IRAs, 401ks, and other popular employment-provided tax benefit retirement plans. And because 100% of income from these sources pours into this bucket, this income can cause you to reach and possibly exceed that 85% tax threshold. And what didn't you know, Jared? That 100% taxable income is where most retirees have the vast majority of their wealth. Sure is. And it and it's tough because they did such a great job saving, which is what they were supposed to do, but they didn't do what we call tax diversification, and that makes a big, big difference. Yep. And the key to possibly reducing the taxable portion of benefits is in understanding that there are other income sources that don't fill up the bucket as fast or at all. For example, only 50% of your Social Security retirement benefits go into the bucket. Even better, there's sources of income that aren't counted in these tax calculations at all. Two simple examples are qualified distributions from a Roth IRA or Roth IRA or Roth 401k withdrawals. Those we know go in after tax, but they grow tax-free, come out tax-free, pass on to your beneficiaries' love income. Yeah. <laughs> I just love those two <laughs> words, buddy. And with income from those sources, you can really enjoy all you're able to get out of it without having to worry about extra taxation or exposing your Social Security to taxation. So I guess at the end of the day, Jared, it boils down to, you know, like, what should people do? How yeah, do you fix a, this? A great question. You're saying, what should I do? Well, there's several strategies that might be considered that could possibly reduce taxation of your Social Security. If you're currently retired, the first thing you might want to do is to check to see if any portion of your benefits are, in fact, included as taxable income. 
Look at line 6B on your 1040 income tax return. Any amount entered here will indicate the portion of your benefits which are indeed taxable. If your tax return shows none of your benefits are taxable, you should talk with a financial advisor or tax professional to see how close your combined income is to those thresholds that could trigger a tax. You might be thinking those thresholds are pretty high, but they're actually uh, lower than you think. So you can uh, fill that up pretty quickly. And the main thing is don't give up if your benefits are currently taxed or soon will be. Remember, it isn't just the amount of your income that counts. The source of that income is possibly even more important. With some advanced planning and the help of a financial advisor, there might be strategies that could really help you help you be more tax efficient in the future. If you have not started collecting Social Security, you should talk to a knowledgeable professional right away before claiming your benefits. A good advisor won't just look at the claiming strategy that generates the largest gross benefit, but will also consider taxation as well. So you won't you you might end up with a greater amount of after-tax spendable benefit income. And that's really the key, right? We're you know at the end of the day, how much do I have available to spend? Yep. Yeah, the decision you must make to get the most out of your Social Security benefits are a lot more complicated than whether to file earlier or later. Many people mistakenly focus only on how the date they might start collecting benefits impacts the amount of dollars that they will be written on their benefit check. The reason this can be a big mistake is that you might not be able to spend all those dollars when some portion ultimately goes back to Uncle Sam in the form of taxation on those benefits. If you've not started collecting benefits, it's the golden opportunity to do some planning that might end up making a huge difference in your retirement. Can make a massive difference, and especially if you haven't started collecting. We we didn't focus on it on today's show, but there's really hundreds of different ways that you can turn on Social Security. So not just the tax planning perspective, but how does that work? What are the strategies we can do? Do we take it at 62, full retirement age? Do we get that 8% growth and delay it till 70? You know, are there different strategies for each one of the spouses? Mm-hmm. You know, can you claim off a spousal record? Or you can, I call it Uncle Sam pays alimony. You can even claim sure benefits do. off a former spouse. So lots of different ways to accomplish that. But getting the most out of Social Security really does play a big part in extending the longevity of our portfolios. Yeah, and a lot of people are probably thinking, I already have my Social Security turned on. You can actually turn that off one time. So there's some different things there that you can play with to really try to, even if you've kind of caught yourself a little bit behind in the game, catch back up. That's a great strategy. I forgot about, Jared. That's a really good one. And and I think the big part is when it comes to Social Security, make it an active part of the plan. I think for a lot of people, it's just an afterthought. Up, oh, I hit 62, I'll turn it on. And turning it on early and taking the, the early penalty that lasts forever might be the right answer. But for a lot of people, it might not be. But I just want people to look at it as an active part of their plan that they're really thinking about and considering. And for a lot of people, the Social Security tax torpedo could be viewed as a ticking time bomb. But remember, the thresholds for determining that taxable portion of your benefits are not indexed to inflation. As a result, your as your income increases, so does your exposure to this tax. There may be no better time than right now to do advanced planning, which might give you the best chance of maximizing the amount of your Social Security that remain that remains, excuse me, after taxation. And beyond the taxation on Social Security, we think it's an incredible time to do tax planning in general. We, we've talked about this at, at length in other shows, so you can kind of look back for those. But again, whether you voted for President Trump or voted for Biden, under the Trump administration, we got this tax cut for as individuals, but it's temporary. 
we know it expires after 2025. So we know for sure rates are going back up. Now, if we look at President Biden's proposals, they might go up even more rapidly. And again, look at tax rates historically. You know, back in the early, you know, many years ago, but the highest tax rate bracket was 94%. And that was following when our government had more than 100% debt to GDP ratio. Well, that's happened for a second time in the last couple of years. Now, I'm not suggesting it's going to go to 94. But if you think about the government spending, you think about inflation, we're staring down. Rising taxes is a pretty simple economic explanation to fix that so i think we need to plan for that and be aware of that and before you let any more time go by it might be a good idea to stop and ask yourself if your retirement plan is tax efficient as it could be if you're not sure do yourself a favor find a good advisor a fiduciary somebody who can take a look at this for you somebody experienced with social security and tax strategies and there's so many good advisors out there but some advisors you have to be aware of, well when you ask a tax question they'll just say great question call the accountant and as i mentioned earlier we're not accountants but you want a team that's working on that together so i really encourage people to take care of that and i'm grateful you took time to tune into the show today make it a great one hey podcast fans if you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement ready roadmap then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.